Hi, and welcome to episode two of our podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be looking at how you can identify and understand your target market. Uh, and uh, today, I'm here with Matt Baker from Baker Hill Associates. Um, so I'm going to be asking Matt some questions to uh, look at some of the challenges he faces as a, a business owner uh, when it comes to uh, marketing and targeting his ideal customer. So Matt, welcome and thank you for joining me here today. No problem. Okay, so we're going to dive in and um, I'm going to go get straight in there um, and ask you uh, just to introduce your business a little bit um, so that the audience can understand uh, who you are, who Baker Hill is, um, and then I'll dive into actually some of the questions about how you market your business and go from there. Sure. So yeah, Baker Hill Associates was uh, founded about four years ago, and uh, it's primarily focused on uh, a niche market, uh, which is insurance, so targeting uh, families and uh, businesses, so protecting the biggest asset of all, which is, uh, as I say, those two different uh, aspects. Okay, brilliant. Um, and so uh, to delve a bit deeper back to how you market to them, what channels do you use currently and that you find that are effective in terms of finding and marketing to your target audience? Yeah, no, the, the one I really find uh, so useful is networking. So um, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm out there networking a lot. So whether it's in central London or local to where I live, um, it's all about joining local network groups and um, yeah, just yeah, getting yourself out there, getting the name out there of your business and just really speaking to as many people as you can because those people will then connect you with other people which connect you with other people which connect you to businesses and so forth. So that's really important. Okay, brilliant. And so when you go networking, obviously there are different business owners in the room, different different people. How do you, um, when you look around the room, how do you know who to speak to? Do you have a, a, an approach that you take? It depends on what uh, networking group you go to. So say, for example, I've, I've got a series of properties as well. So if I go to property events, um, so I know that they're all going to be either A, having, um, they might be business owners or they're going to have a series of uh, uh, properties, which means that they're part of a portfolio, which means that you know they're going to need to have those uh, assets protected. So from that point of view, um, that gives me a scope to pretty much network across the whole room there. And then there may be some other networking groups whereby it's not as targeted as that. So then it's about obviously identifying um, what uh, you know what what people in that room would be probably most beneficial to make those connections. Okay, so uh, Matt, it sounds to me like you actually have different approaches, and there's even a level of targeting um, in the types of events you're doing. So yeah. if you're going to a specific property one, you're going in with a different approach, which yeah, yeah. again itself, I suppose, is is targeted to a certain point. You're identifying the type of people in the room, and you're going there with a certain approach, knowing what products they're interested in. So that in itself has a level of uh, kind of targeting for that specific user. Um, okay, so why do you think um, networking specifically works well for you? I think because people buy off people, which is massively important. So uh, you can hide behind a computer and reach out to people on LinkedIn, which uh, is probably not the best uh, you know, the best resource to do, but uh, I think yeah, spend a bit of time and go out there and just meet as many people as you can because you know build those relationships because you just don't know where it's going to come from. And actually, this is how we met. Yeah, you think about it through networking, and uh, we've been we've been friends for quite a few years. Yeah, and I think um, particularly in in what you do with insurances, there's got to be a level of trust. Yeah, massively. And the trust obviously comes through relationships. Yes, you can build trust online, but actually it's much better when you get to know somebody on a more personal level yeah. to understand that you can trust them. So I can, yeah, I can definitely see why that's a, a good channel for you. I think it's best, especially for my industry as well, because it's, um, you're going to be with that client and you're look, looking after protect, 
protecting their business or their uh, their family that um, you're going to be working with these people with these clients for you know many years because you're going to be adjusting their policies every maybe two to four years so really it is having that you know real strong um, relationship with them Definitely. understanding exactly what their needs are and in within the client base that you've currently got and all of the um, the clients that you work with would you say there are other things that they have um uh, that, that are similar that are connections between them so whether it is the demographic age range what they do for a living is there any of that that you can uh, can see where they where it's consistent or there's, there's groups of those chunks of people yeah yes and no i think for, for me my target market is everybody if you think about it we've talked about this before because um you know as i say it's twofold in my business it's protecting families and it's protecting um you know uh, businesses and assets and so forth so really everyone i speak to i've probably got 100 percent of the market um again it just depends on where i'm going down which line am i going to be going down like you know we'll take one particular uh, networking event will be like focus on business insurance another networking event will be protecting families or people with mortgages or something of that nature so really I'm 100% of the market yeah and that, that's really interesting uh, point I'm going to pick up on there is that you target everybody because I, I think from the clients we work with we um, definitely get the lots of business owners their initial approach is well anybody can buy what I do but as you said um, even within that you've got different things you sell so you maybe not but maybe can service everybody but it's everybody with something a bit different I think it's well because it's one of those products which is quite um, dear to people's hearts or at least they know that it's massively important that to have that kind of level of protection for you know their family and their business but it's me basically bringing it from the bottom of the pile whereby it's really important but bringing it from the bottom to the top in terms of them actioning it so um, and that's why I thought for kind of what I do is is it's quite nice because you're having those conversations with you know with everybody and they generally want to speak to you about it yeah so uh, let's just just delve a little, delve a little bit deeper into it and say, for example, if um, I'm a business owner, yeah, obviously there will be various different insurances that I have and I'll need, and ones that I know about, don't know about. How would you approach a conversation? So we say we've just met for the first time. You've, I've, I've just introduced myself. You now know I run a business. How would you then approach the uh, topic of your services and how they could help and how I could? understand what could help me yeah so naturally you're not going to be straight in for the sale um, it doesn't work like that so it's all about obviously finding out a bit more about themselves let them do the talking you do the listening remember that one uh, two ears and one mouth so you know really asking a lot of questions being really extrovert to find out as much as you can so really in the sense that you're doing a fact find without them realizing it and they like it because they're breaking down the barriers because they're actually opening up to speak about themselves and then from there on then you can maybe identify an opportunity as an example whereby they might have just given you a little nugget like a little uh, you know entrance point to go in there and talk about your business so uh, I would try and guide the conversations I can in a very subtle way uh, to make the, for them for but then for me to go in there and, and um, you know, mention that, uh, you know, I actually protect, uh, you know, I can protect businesses and protect families. Yeah. And a lot of them, I suppose, what they're looking for from actually using your services, it's not so much the service, it's the outcome of the protection the service provides. So yeah. if it's somebody to protect their so income protection, you're, the kind of conversations you'll be having, uh, what kind of things would you would you talk about to get their interest and to make sure that it's right for them? Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, it's, it, I mean, it's not a horrible thing to say, but it's really important to talk about maybe the things, um, how exposed they are if they haven't got the right cover. So like, say, for example, with what's happening with COVID-19 at the moment, I think there's been a massive surge on people wanting... Uh, 
uh, insurance, private medical cover, make sure that you know everyone's protected. Um, because if they haven't got the right cover, then it's the consequences of not having it is, uh, is what I like to talk about. So if you haven't got it, it means you could lose your house. It means you could lose your business. Yeah. Um, if you haven't got it, you know, you could, um, you won't be able to pay your, um, you know, your car loans, your children's school fees, um, your, you know, the, um, you know, your employee's salaries, because if you're out of the business, because you've got cancer as an example, then how's that, uh, you know, how's your business going to be serviced and generate income to pay your staff? Yeah, so no, it's definitely. those kind of like kind of red buttons. Yeah, and I think you're 100% uh, right there. That although, as you say, it's not um, the most the nicest thing maybe to to, to to discuss. It's reality at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, as you said, even cancer is a good example. I mean, everybody has probably got somebody they know or somebody close to them that has has had it it's or true. Uh, yeah. like has passed away, unfortunately, from it. So actually, facing up to the reality of what could happen and preparing for it. Before it before it happens is it's a serious conversation to have and as you say it would probably be the right messaging so whether you're depending on what services you're selling who you're speaking with identifying what it is that's important to them yeah and then positioning your exactly. services yeah. so that they know actually this is why it benefits them because your services is, is so varied and there will be lots of things that people aren't even aware of. And I think there's that educational piece, isn't there? So, um, do you how do you how do you approach educating your users, if, um, your, your users, your your customers, your clients on when they don't know about specific insurance policies that are out there? And if do do you ever get faced with objections of, well, do I really need that? In what sense? So, um, obviously, insurance is one of those things that people only need it when something happens. So often, it can be seen as, oh, I don't like phone insurance. Nobody wants the insurance, they just want their phone protected. Yep. But at the same time, people might think, well, actually, well, I don't need to insure my phone because I won't drop it. Then they drop it and they're like, oh, I wish I would have got insurance. So sometimes it can be that challenge up front to, to get across the point that this I, could happen. Yeah, I, I don't really... It's funny because I have this conversation a few times, but I actually don't find it a challenge to speak to people. Once you're in front of people and you can actually find out about themselves is that it's not really a challenge to actually you know, bring it into the conversation because it's massively important, as I say, especially on people's minds at the moment. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because just to touch on that and obviously knowing you personally and something you mentioned earlier about fact-finding, you are somebody that generally has an interest in getting to know somebody and I think and not just that. for business purposes I yeah, think I was about to say earlier so I think you, you should never go into like a, a room full of other people just trying to get something out of it it's about what you can give to them as well so there might be some connections for them especially if I'm in a you know a property networking event so um, there might be some relationships I can connect with them which then builds the relationship further and maybe not an opportunity there's not been an opportunity to talk about my business then but actually because I've connected them and I've started to build a, a more deeper relationship then I can bring that in later on so I think that's massively important to give back and not just look at going to, uh, and taking. So yeah, and I, I suppose with in uh, with, with what you offer and the services, there will be upsell, cross sell opportunities, yeah. friends who can recommend. But all of that comes down to you getting to know them on as close a personal level as feels right with that person. Because the more you know about them, you will know that maybe there aren't or uncles opening a business. And but actually, so you invest that time in understanding your 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 clients yeah. and through doing that 
you're able to then identify the opportunities uh, that come out of that. Massively, yeah. But not, but not leading with, uh, here's what I've got. Which, which one do you want? No, definitely not pick? that, never. It's all about relationship building. Yeah. And there's an art to it, really. And I never used to like going out networking. Everyone just says I'm really personal. But to be fair, that uh, I, yeah, I, it's, it's a means to an end. But actually, you know, when you get into it, it's, it's really enjoyable because you just got to look at it. You're out there to make new friends. So great way of looking at it. Yeah. And so if you're um, working with somebody completely new for the first time, how do you... Um, how do you start by building that that relationship? So obviously you're doing you're introducing each other. If you think, do you base it on initially before you identify that there's a need? Is it I like this person, I want to get to know this person and come to later, or do you identify an opportunity there and then and evolve the relationship because you, you see something there, or is it actually? It just depends on the scenario, doesn't it? It depends on the questions, the, the way the conversation's going. You know, it depends how easy the conversation's going. So it just it, it's. It's just depending, dependent upon that, to be fair. So yeah. if you feel that you've got a bit of a, you know, a bit of a chemistry going off there and, you know, say there's a two-way working relationship, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to, whether you're going to throw it in there or you're going to speak about it a bit later, but it's just, you've got to engage that conversation. Yeah, and I know, obviously, um, you, you've, you've dabbled in other areas of marketing. We've even yeah, yeah. supported you with so, certain aspects of it, but it's been quite challenging at, at times to have that same level of connection online yeah. with your target audience Massively. that you find offline. And you, you've, as you said earlier, find you get a lot better success when you're in front of people. I think it's, as I say, it's, it's, it's worth its weight in gold. I think most businesses, really, if you're starting off and what have you, you have to be out there speaking to people. It's the only way. Yeah, so it's interesting that, um, obviously, we know we've spoken, obviously, networking is the, the primary channel for you. And I think that sometimes that gets lost in this digital world that we live in. And a lot of business owners will assume that you've got to be on Facebook or LinkedIn in order to grow your business. And you have. As well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, there's a point to it, but it's there's so many channels and so yeah. many things. But actually, um, you focus a lot of your time and energy on networking because you see the, the best results from it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with business owners identifying a primary channel to start with, focusing on that, getting get, get, getting an income, getting the return on investment from that, yeah. and then utilizing that to exactly. start evolving other channels. Definitely. So, do you use social media yourself? Yes, and you've been managing my social media. Yeah, and well. but but I know that you can be quite active. You've, you're not afraid to get on and do a Facebook Live. No, anything in terms of video. I never used to like doing stuff like that, but I know it's a means to an end again because it's uh, it's going to you know give me more reach to you know a bigger market uh, so yeah it's from that point of view definitely especially from property um so yeah and i think with the social media for you as we said earlier when you're engaging speaking to people it's all about trust and credibility and so if people see you meet you at an event no doubt certain people will be going online to check you out to see yeah. if you're as credible as, as, as you were in person. Definitely. So having that presence there does really help with that process because, as you said, it's you don't go networking and expect the first time you go there to pick up loads of business. So uh, you, you attend multiple times, repeat events, and then slowly evolve and get the business from that. Sometimes it's just, you know, they've got to see you, you know, a couple of times, to be fair, or two, three times. And if you go into these events on a regular basis, I always try and block in two or three um, pre-COVID times uh, a month. So um, then, yeah, that's how you build the relationships a lot quicker. So I think if you expect to go to a networking event, you know, maybe once a month and um you don't go back there for maybe another three or four months later on, it's going to take a bit more time to, uh, you know, maybe see that person again and, and what have you. So you've got to kind of judge yeah, how you want to play it and what your strategy is. An interesting point, and I don't actually know the answer to this, and obviously we're friends personally, so it's quite an interesting uh, question to ask, and that is when you very first started Baker Hill Associates, 
what was your first go-to go-to channel and how did you first approach finding the right audience exactly what i've said okay. it, it, honestly it's it's you know networking straight away i just knew i had to do it and get myself out there by name and I actually positioned myself in mayfair around that neck of the woods because i knew it was you know um you know good target market for me um high net worth individuals yep. which is also then plays a key part with me raising uh, investor finance from a property point of view so really it was a playground of where i needed to be so um even though i live just uh, i live in surrey which is only 25 minutes from town um i did spend you know that bit extra time to commute into the city just to make sure that i'm speaking to the right people and that's exactly what i did yeah and obviously that um brought success for you but i know that you have since moved around for different groups so would you what what made you decide to to move to different groups different areas did you find that you i suppose exhausted a specific group no, or actually locality I've realised, okay. especially from where I live, I'm fortunate to live in probably one of the wealthiest areas. So from that point of view, I thought, why, am I, actually, in. <laughs> why am I going into Mayfair when actually, you know, the, the target market is on my doorstep? So it really made me think, oh, OK, I can do it in 15 minutes rather than having to get into town, which is an hour. So, um, yeah. So for me, it's about just identifying. Do you really need to go that far? Probably not. So uh, and that's why I fitted quite well. Yeah. So I suppose the initial thing is, oh, affluent people, central London, but actually when you uh, reflected on it, you live in a very affluent area anyway, so they're on your doorstep, so yeah. why not tap into that market? Precisely, and that's what I did. Brilliant, yeah. okay. It's funny because you didn't, don't, don't quite see it initially when you're in it, and then when you take a step back and you think, okay, this is an opportunity, why am I not capitalising on it? So. Yeah, and, and I think that's quite common with lots of business owners is that sometimes they miss opportunities where maybe they don't stop, plan, think, it just can, it, it can, they'll just come do the first thing maybe that comes to mind and not that that's necessarily the wrong approach, but actually there are other opportunities that could be explored with, as you said, a bit more uh, uh, thinking or researching. You've just got to take a step back, haven't you? You've got to have a bit of time just to think, is this the right strategy? And if it isn't, you just tweak it a little bit and that's all it is. So um, Brilliant. It's, it's all about working smarter, not harder. And Brilliant. I think you know me by now yeah, to realise it's all about smarter. Yeah, and on that, I actually think that's a really good uh, kind of point to, to wrap it up on. So um, thank you for... Um, featuring today our no first worries. podcast where i've been controlling the questions rather than answering so um thanks for having me ross thank you matt um and thanks to you guys for listening i hope you've enjoyed uh today's episode and we've got lots more coming up for you in the, the next episodes uh, with more business owners being featured so if there's anything um that you would like us to feature any specific topics then do please send in uh those topics because we will be uh looking at you guys to give us some suggestions what you want to hear and as the business owners come on we'll pose those questions to them and hopefully you'll get even more value from listening to this podcast so thank you